Welcome Black Hollywood Live fans. On today's Fit Club, we talk about the Instagram diet, the dangers of weight loss, midnight snacking and more with guest host Kashawn Cookie Sims. Stay tuned for more. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, Fit Club. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, little bitch, you can fuck with me <laughs> you if you want to. <laughs> Welcome, Fit Club fans. We got Cardi B pumping through the headphones. We are joined by Kashawn Cookie Sims, her choice. <laughs> you gotta tell me why you love this song. I'm still trying to get with it. Okay, it makes me feel like a bad bitch. I feel like, you know, that's like a great, like, empowerment song. I don't know. I'm trying to get on the Cardi B train, but we'll see. We'll see. But uh, the beat is kind of catchy, so. Um, today, guys, unfortunately, Fallon could not be here, but we have Kashawn Cookie Sim joining us. So glad to have you back again. Um, before you were a guest, now we're guest hosting. I know. Yeah. Isn't that kind of crazy how so, that works? Yeah, welcome to the table. Welcome to the table. Um, you guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. Where can they find you? Um, Instagram is Cookie Dough with three E's, and my website is seasonsfitness.com. So uh, we have a great slate of exciting stories to talk about, um, some that kind of you, you might have some special insight into. Um, the first one was the Instagram diet yeah. um, and how Instagram can really help. So Lisa um, Pessa Bloom, pre-diabetic, um, was suffering from gestational diabetes. The doctor said you really have to get this under control. And so she took to Instagram and she started something called the Paleo Working Mama. Um, and she went paleo because she heard that could reverse diabetes, heard about Crohn's disease, IBS. And she started to use Instagram as a way to keep her accountable, and she found there was a very social, supportive community. Now, a lot of times we talk about the dangers of Instagram right. and how it can really destroy you, but we forget sometimes it can be uplifting. Um, what do you think about the story and like what kind of insights do you um, have? I could actually relate to it really well, because that's kind of how my Instagram uh, was. I went from like the selfie queen, yeah. um, and then once I started my fit journey, that's how it was. I, I was just posting my story and my journey, and next thing I know, I'm getting you're motivating and you're empowering and X, Y, and Z. So I really related to this particular article because she went into it without the intentions of trying to motivate people. She was just kind of being an open book and being honest and sharing what was working for her and this and that. And it turned into, oh my God, like I'm now a platform to empower people. And people do forget that there are a lot of Instagram accounts that do uplift that people. Exactly. Yeah, we get so negative, stuck yeah. in like the, the Photoshop and the airbrush yeah. and this and that that we also forget to zone light to the ones that are positive uplifting um so i thought it was dope because like i said for me that's what pushed me into my fitness journey even more yeah. understanding that i kind of created a platform to help people without even realizing it now it's just like i don't want to let them down so it, it allows you to be transparent yeah. like i'm pretty sure whenever she has a bad day she can go on to instagram and post about it and it's like a community yeah. and i know for me that's that's kind of what i do like last night was a really hard night and i posted something about it and went to this whole like super like dramatic yeah. thing and next thing I know it's just, I'm getting all these emails and all these DMs like you're not alone and so it's kind of cool to create a community without even listening you're creating a community yeah people. I think sometimes people forget that on Instagram you do have the choice to follow or unfollow someone exactly. so you can follow people that are supportive that are kind of into what you're doing yeah um, so I thought it was a really positive story for a change you know? right because yeah. when it comes to Instagram there's a lot of negative connotations yeah because um, a lot of people do weird things to get Insta famous so do you do Instagram to keep yourself accountable at times I do yeah I feel like that's what kept me so accountable on my fitness journey it's just like I'm posting all this stuff and it's just like well, do you want to be called a liar? Yeah. You're X, Y, and Z, but yeah. you're posting about it. And someone might see you at the next Exactly. Like, and that's another thing. Like, yeah. so do people meet me in real life, and they're like, oh, wait, you really look like this. Yeah. Oh, wait, you really eat like this. Oh, wait, you're really about that life. Yeah. Whoa. And it's just like, it's kind of cool to, like, be like, oh. 
Like this in real life. Because we know what I think Bow Wow got called out because he had posted something. The Bow Wow challenge. Like I saw you in coach, whatever. Like right, and it's just like. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of weird things that happen on Instagram, and it's just like, like you said, you see people in life, and it's just like, oh, I ain't gonna be shady today, but yeah. look, I know the truth. Yeah. That ain't it. <laughs> That's why, like, I even found when I was using Instagram a lot for food, I kind of got away from it, but I would eat better just mm-hmm. because I was like, I want a real picture of a beautiful, healthy meal. Yeah. So I was gonna go have a beautiful, healthy meal. But when you, when you do stuff like that, yeah. not only are you holding yourself accountable by posting this, you start researching other accounts that kind of have similar interests. So like yeah. now you next thing you know your whole timeline is filled with stuff in that area. Yeah. So it, it's it's always positive, always uplifting because that's kind of what you're focusing on. Yeah, when I went vegan that was a big thing is just following other vegan accounts to surround myself with like good looking food, you know? Okay. Huh? Question. Yeah. Sidebar. Yeah. What made you go vegan and how are you liking it? Let me tell you, Annette Larkins, um, mm-hmm. that I was at work one day and I just I saw this video, 72 year old vegan, and she looked like 40 and like mm-hmm. a really good 42. And I was like, what is she doing? And she, you know, said she went vegan, but I was like, maybe this is just an anecdotal story. So I just researched old vegans. I was like, I want to see vegans that are 70 plus. That's all I want to see, right? What do they look like and how are they living? And they were all active and fit and looked young and looked mm-hmm. great. So I, I right then and there, I said, I'm going to go vegan. Okay. I already knew at that moment I saw that video. I was like, that's it. But I gave myself a three-year plan. First year, I gave up red meat. Second year, I went pescatarian. And the third year, okay, I went vegan. Okay, so you transitioned into Slow, it. Because okay. I knew I couldn't do it overnight. Yeah, because see, that's the issue. A yeah. lot of people watch What Is Hell, and yeah, now like, they like, woke up, tomorrow. I'm vegan. Yeah. You ain't going to be vegan next week. No, exactly. Because especially yeah. like vegan, you have to realize you're cutting out so oh much. The like, dairy I went, and the byproducts. Right. I went to my client's house and cleaned out her entire House. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she was shocked at how much she could not have no, they, and as they, a vegan. They hide dairy in so many things. Like chips have dairy. Some chips have dairy, yes. like whey protein. Why is there whey protein in the chip? I don't know. So that was hard for me. And then, you know, LA, there's event after event after event. So you find yourself struggling artist, you know, and they're giving you the, all this great free food. And so that took me a while to, like, get myself out of that mochaka. Yeah. It might be free, but you don't need it. Right, know? right, right, right. So it, it took three years. But, yeah, that's how it went. Are you considering going vegan? No. Oh, oh I definitely love... I, I, I love chicken, like, grilled chicken yeah. and fish. Yeah. Um, I'm There's a lot of stuff that I've cut out. Yeah. So I, my diet's kind of, like, weird, but I don't think I'll ever be able to... One day. We'll make a convert of you soon. Oh, God. I'm <laughs> being day. hunted. Well, speaking of protein, too much protein can actually be a bad thing for you. Um, this was an um, interesting story. So 25-year-old Megan Hefford actually died, mm-hmm. um, Australian bodybuilder, um, having too much protein. So she had a urea cycle disorder. So essentially, um, typically when our bodies metabolize protein, um, they take the ammonia, turn it to urea, and you normally pee it out. Um, but if, it do- if you don't do that, then the ammonia builds up in the system, and it can go to the brain, causing brain damage, and then death, which is like, yeah. which is crazy. And then one out of 35,000 people suffer from urea cycle disorder, which is kind of a lot, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, this was a surprising thing for me. And then what I also didn't realize is the recommended amount of protein for us is 0.36 grams per pound of body weight. And normally when we tell people to, especially guys who are trying to gain muscle, you want one and a half times of grams in your body weight. So that's way over the recommended yeah. amount. Um, what did you think about this story? Like, was it surprising to you? Um, it wasn't surprising to me only because I've done research um, yeah. on proteins. Like, when I first started my fitness journey, I was trying to figure out which protein would be the best for me. Yeah. And just in general. Yeah. And I immediately learned that whey protein is bad. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people who suffer from this, it's because of whey. Yeah. And it's just, it's hard for your body and your um, kidneys to break down. So a lot of, they're having a lot of deaths due to whey protein. So yeah. I, I, I did my research um, and then I went and started doing more like 
soy and plant-based protein. Okay, I know we sometimes. We got you a little bit in there. We got you a little bit in there. Yeah. And I know like soy gets high in estrogen and yeah. blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, to figure out what works for you. Yeah. And I know like more soy-based protein works for me. And I go to doctor, yeah. I don't have any issues. But I do know a lot of people, when they start their fitness journey, they don't do research on protein yeah. at all. They just go into 24-Hour Fitness or into GNC or whatever and just buy protein with a cute little bottle yeah. and they go. Most people are actually allergic to whey protein. <clears throat> like 70% of women are just naturally allergic to it and people don't know that. And with the soy, I know we talk about soy being estrogenic, but people don't realize there's not been one study that shows soy is estrogenic in humans. Not one. Because ah. it's, it's a plant. It's a phytoestrogen. Mm-hmm. It's a plant estrogen. So no study has shown that plant estrogen affects human estrogen. Yeah. So I always try to put that out there. That, you know, because soy is actually pretty safe for you. So. Yeah. Because, like, I know, like, for me, I haven't, I haven't had any issues when it comes to, like, a soy-based protein. Yeah. And I, I take protein six days a week. Yeah. Like, right after my workouts. Yeah. Um, and I feel... Like great, you know what I yeah. mean. Um, today I tried a vegan protein. Which one? <clears throat> uh, I think it's called Vega. V- yeah, yeah, Vega. And um, I think it's what is it? Like pea based. Pea, yeah, pea protein. Yeah. Um, I felt really amazing afterwards. It's just the taste I'm gonna have to get. <laughs> and there's different flavors and <laughs> yeah, different yeah. brands. So you know, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, you do have to. Uh, I think a lot of people forget. Sometimes you had a whey protein shake and you thought it was nasty, but you still look for another whey protein shake that you would like. Yeah. People have one vegan shake and they're like, oh, all of it's bad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, so, it was yeah. definitely like more chalky because like I'm used to like the yeah, soy smoother. protein that you know what I mean. So I, I tried it. I yeah. liked it. It's just like you'll find some. There's some pea proteins out there that are a lot smoother, yeah. and then they do a lot of different blends, which I do tell people. Get a, if you're gonna do a vegan protein, get a blend so you get a full pro, amino acid profile. Exactly. So, um, and then we also have the destruction or the dangers of weight loss. Um, normally, we talk about weight loss; it's mm-hmm. super positive, but we forget that there can be actually really bad sides to weight loss. Um, so, one of the first things was an impaired immune system. So, apparently, when you crash diet real quick, your cortisol raises, so your stress hormone raises, mm-hmm. which weakens your immune system. And then, if you're dieting so hard that you're not eating the normal palate of fruits and vegetables you normally eat, now you're coupling that with a vitamin deficiency. So um, people need to realize that you got to be careful when you're doing weight loss. You want to go, go very slow, and you want to do kind of mix up things like oranges, kale, garlic, um, tea, and honey in your diet if you're going to do be going for weight loss to make sure you have a full profile of vitamins. Do you, with clients, do you ever experience them some that go too hard and start having these? Yeah, I had a client that asked, um, like she tried this before, before she trained with me, and said that for a month, either a month or two months, every day all she had was fruit. Oh, wow. And she told me, and I almost bopped her in the yeah, head. Like, That's it? I was like, you're, you're not getting any nutritional value <laughs> yeah, from that. Like, yeah. And there's no like protein. So you're or getting no, tons of vitamin C, but that's about that's it. That's about it, but it's just like, but for your body to work correctly. you need everything. Yeah, but she felt like because she did lose weight, it was working. It's like, okay, yeah, you lost weight, but you didn't lose weight the healthy way. So yeah. you could be causing health issues later on down the road because you're yeah. eating fruit yeah. every day, all day for... 30 plus days. Yeah, and your immune system is going to be, you're going to suffer for it's that. It's going to crash. And number two, mood. Your mood can be affected because apparently when you do it rapidly, your mm-hmm. serotonin levels that keep you happy and happy and excited, those drop dramatically. Um, we also have the negative effect of non-support. So a lot of people found that when they were losing rapid weight, it was important about the group that they were around. Because a lot of people actually get hated on for losing weight very quickly. Yeah. So you, have you experienced that or seen that with clients? Um, yes, because it's just... When you kind of have a change of lifestyle, yeah. sometimes the people you're around aren't yeah, trying to change your lifestyle. Exactly. <laughs> and then sometimes it's situations like this, if you're losing it too rapidly, someone may perceive it as hate, which is like it may just be raising concern, like, whoa, yeah. you're kind of losing weight really, really fast. 
like, is everything okay? What's going on? Because sometimes, you know, people, when they're stressed, they yeah. lose a lot of weight. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not necessarily that they're trying to. So I think it, it's, it, it kind of yes. could be either or, you know what I mean? But you perceive the non-supportive environment. Exactly. So it affects your mood. And then one another thing that kind of surprised me was, uh, well, obviously sagging skin is a big issue. Yeah. So you want to make sure you're working out, you're exercising, um, and you're losing the weight in a kind of steady manner. Yeah. You know what made me think of this? Um, remember when, what was it, the gastric bypass surgery yeah. that was really, really popular? Yeah. A lot of people were kind of suffering from yeah. something similar to this because it's just like you're just going in randomly and, and just tightening up your stomach. Yeah. Like you said, the loose skin was still and there. And they had to have those surgeries after they lost the weight. Yeah. And it... it when you do things, you have to do things kind of with common sense. Like, yeah. if you, if your skin is sagging, it's, it's you know what I mean? Because yeah. you're not toning, so you're not losing it in, like, a more natural way. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? That, well, depending on the size that you are. Yeah. Um, and something like just, you know, whether it's fruit or just not eating, because some people do that, you kind of have to think about the long-term effects. It's like, yeah, you may look great now, yeah. but in a year or so, you may be in a hospital because of X, Y, and Z. From and, You know what I mean? Not being if, smart about it. And if you've done it by stopping eating, you slow down your metabolism. So people often wonder, okay, I lost all this weight and I gained it back twice as quick. Yes! Because you slow down your metabolism, your body's fighting for that food now. Yes, like, like you you need to feed your stomach to keep yeah, it fast. It could be yeah. small meals, but it needs something every couple of hours to, to stay active. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then we also have brittle bones which I didn't even think about. So people that are dieting, um, if they're not coupling it with exercises, it can lose. Um, it can lead to um, lower bone density. Yeah. So you can suffer from brittle bones. Have you had anyone deal with that? Um, I have more like overweight clients, yeah. um, but I think a lot of it comes from just like holding that much extra weight. On right. The bones, yeah. But then also depending on how you're um, eating, like I don't consume regular milk. Yeah. So it's just like no one really sugars. We're not supposed yeah. to eat the lact. We'll drink the lactate of another animal. It's come okay, here. okay. What the health had an effect? Okay, okay. <laughs> this, I knew this before that because I thought that yeah. movie was biased. Uh, yeah. um, oh, maybe we should have a little conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so I think. Like, because I don't, you have to find other ways of getting calcium. Yeah. And I was just fine, you know what I mean? And then I realized, yeah. okay, well, my body kind of aches a little and this and that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm young. I shouldn't be yeah. experiencing this. <laughs> yeah. And then I realized I'm not getting calcium um, in a normal manner because I'm not drinking milk. Yeah. So it's just like, what other things can I do? So I started taking calcium pills, magnesium. Mm. Instantly, within a week, I felt a huge change. My body doesn't ache the way it does. My mind's more clear. So it's just like... When, depending on what your diet is, yeah. you have to. If you're not getting it in this, you need to figure out a what else exactly. It. And vitamins are huge. And what do you for like? So, so we know that rapid weight loss not really good for you, right? So, what do you recommend? Or is there a certain amount of pounds you like to see per week? A certain way to get it done? Like, I don't necessarily um, think people should go by trying to lose a certain amount of pounds per week or try to lose a certain amount of inches per week because I yeah. feel like that puts too much stress on it. Yeah. So, if you don't hit it, you automatically feel like a failure. Yeah. I feel like you should, you know. Like, if you're eating bad, figure out ways to cut that back. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'll create a challenge with a friend or something yeah. like that. Um, and just go with what feels good and go with how your clothes are fitting. And I tell people to take progress pictures and videos because that yeah. way you can kind of compare it. Um, because if you just go strictly off of, you know, well, I lost five pounds this <laughs> week and I only lost two last week, but I'm doing the same thing. Something must be wrong. Yeah. It automatically creates, like, this, like... Mental sort of, like, yeah. what's going on here? And then you get in your own head about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that is some good tips from Mrs. Cookie Sims. <laughs> how how is the, the cookies working out for you? Are you? Do you eat cookies all the time? Not all the time, but <laughs> on Sunday on my cheat day. <laughs> well, okay, I love this is so bad. 
Chips Ahoy, yeah. like the chunky egg blue pack cookies. Yeah. Oh, no. Those and the double stuffed Oreos. And are you eating these at night? Because our next story is midnight snacking. So when are you having these cookies? Do you time it out? or No, it's definitely during the day. Okay, so you try to have it around a workout? No, because Sunday is my off day. Oh. So I'm just... <laughs> There's no physical activity. Like, but, no. Then, but then on Monday, I'm like, I was almost like, Back no, exactly. Because that's the thing. It's about balance. Yeah, of course. And you can take a day off. You know? Right. Which everyone should, because so many people, when they start in their journey, they just go, 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 go. But, yeah. like, but your body needs rest. Just like at night, when you go to sleep... Your body needs that kind of same rest, too, from the gym and X, Y, and Z. Yeah, and, and I'm guilty of this. I'm guilty of being the midnight snacker. And so apparently, I, what surprised me is that it's kind of evolutionary. So apparently when we, <laughs> apparently back in the day, because a lot of us will reach for very carby, starchy foods, yeah. foods that are kind of very fattening. But back in the day, you know, prehistoric man, he needed, he needed that at night if he could get food, so that would sustain him for the next day or a couple of days that he may not eat. Yeah. Um, but so we have this kind of evolutionarily built in to kind of reach for yeah. bad foods, except now we have bad foods at every corner. Right. And so um, a couple of tips was be mindful of your choices and try to pair protein with carb, um, complex carbs. Yeah. So that's something you tell clients to do as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite complex carb is sweet potatoes. Oh, nice. Um, because I know it's like... For me personally, a lot of my clients, yeah. brown rice is considered a complex carb, but yeah. you're, depending on your body goals, you can still be bloated. And yeah, I was yeah. still, I was still super I bloated. I used to bloat on brown rice. Too, yeah, yeah, and I just felt better when I cut it outside. I substituted with sweet potatoes because it's great for leaning and gains. Okay. Um, and then what I do in the house to make sure that when I do midnight snack, it's not anything crazy. I just don't buy junk. I yeah, go to my yeah. parents' house to get the junk. Yeah. <laughs> so on Sundays, if I'm there, that's yeah. where I get the junk. But in my house, yeah. I don't have... So, you know, you have to really want it and then go work for it. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'll have, you know, like um, an apple. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I love green apples the most because yeah. they're the most acidic. And, um, like, the um, acid in it kind of, like, it speeds up your metabolism. Uh, it helps like detox. That. Yeah. Wow. Have a green apple. No, watch I, the, I eat them all the time. Watch I the, had no idea. Yeah. Well... For me personally, yeah. I burp a lot and yeah. I take a lot of poos. <laughs> so a lot of times I have it like in the morning yeah. or whatever, and I just like get my day started or jump started. Yeah. Um, that and a shot of apple cider vinegar. Well, well yeah, I do, I, I do just um, a capful because I don't want to have to dilute it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I dilute it just yeah, to yeah, make yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just do a little capful. Okay. Um, cool. I had no idea about apple. That's amazing. No, like, so I do that, and my favorite is raw cashews. Oh, I love. Raw I do cashews. raw yeah, roasted because yeah. just raw, raw. Yeah. Yeah, but the raw roasted, it's still healthy because there's no yeah. salt. You yeah, know what I mean? do mine with lightly salted. <laughs> I look, I <laughs> I used to, but then yeah. you get addicted to that salt. Yeah, you do. And then yeah. now I don't want, yeah. you know, just a salted cashew. Yeah. I want the honey. Yeah, like, that real. <laughs> yes, nice. the planters. <laughs> do you have a time? Because uh, with midnight snacking, they always say you know you want to eat dinner at six p.m. or seven p.m. Mm-hmm. But apparently. If you're not asleep by 10 p.m., then you actually might get another craving, and that yeah. leads to more midnight snacking. Do you have a thing that you tell clients or that you do yourself in terms of what time to stop eating or, um, or I, dinner? I, or? I don't. I, I'm so weird when it comes to fitness because everyone's yeah. like, you don't follow any <laughs> of the rules. And it's just like, well, why should I? Yeah, exactly. But like you said, if I'm, I'm a night owl. Yeah. So a lot of times like I'm up working and this and that. If I stop eating at 6 p.m. Yeah. and I don't go to sleep until 1 or 2, it's a lot yeah. of hours of not eating. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't eat, like, right before bed. If I know I'm about to go to sleep, I'm not going to eat, you know what I mean, yeah. right before then. But if I'm still up past midnight, yeah. I'm going to eat. Yeah, so yeah. you have a little light snack, yeah. but hopefully you're doing um, doing it healthfully. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not anything too heavy, because I, I know I'm going to bed in the near future. Yeah. Um, 
what your girl loves to eat. <laughs> <laughs> and so they recommended um, tart cherry juice, which is full of melatonin, mm -hmm. um, bananas, which have magnesium and tryptophan. So those are two good kind of snacks for midnight snacking. And they're sweet, too, so they yeah. kind of make, like, get rid of that sweet tooth. Yeah. Um, and our last story that we have is um, we talked about, actually, the number of ingredients or harmful chemicals in um, products that are marketed to women of color. And now we're showing that they actually do have more of these harmful chemicals in their bodies. Um, so it's not just the fact that it's more marketed to women of color, but they um, tested a series of women and they found that they had higher um, of these harmful chemicals actually in their bodies. And apparently of the products that are marketed to women of color, 25% are in the safe zone, whereas general products, 40% are in the safe zone. And that's sort of like the safe zone of free of these different yeah. things. And the chief amongst them, formaldehyde, lead, mercury, phthalates, parabens, and triclosan, which are, these are estrogen disruptors. They can just wreak havoc on the body. Were you surprised at this? or I was. I, I knew because um, I stopped perming my hair some years ago um, kind of because of that. Yeah. But there was a lot of other stuff as far as like beauty products that I didn't realize had that many. Yeah. Harmful chemicals, Especially like parabens, like things you don't like. Lead, mercury. Okay, I know that's bad. Right, <laughs> but there's just like you said, there's certain things you're just like you don't even think about. Yeah. It. Especially something that's marketed towards yeah. your kind. You're like, oh, oh. this is great because it's something specifically for me. And someone and, thought about it and exactly. took some time. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're not realizing, oh, this is actually harmful. Yeah, like I said, like something like, like perm is just like, okay, well, we figured that out. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. So you knew that, but I didn't realize beauty products. Yeah, and so I think a lot of people don't realize that there's very little regulation to get a product on the shelf. So the FDA does have control in terms of pulling stuff from the shelf, but it's not like they have to go through a huge FDA regulatory process like um, certain foods do to get yeah. on the shelf. Yeah, especially if it's like something that's geared towards a certain ethnicity. It's just yeah. like you think that you would have a little research like, okay, well, this particular group of people, they're, you know what I mean, high in this and high in that, blah, 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 and your product is going to affect that. So this, yeah. you know what I mean? You would yeah. think that they would. And they don't. And so it's so, I think it's going to be very important, uh, as I said, for women of color to start this conversation. Because I think it's a conversation women of color aren't even having because they don't really know about it. Yeah. So it's sort of like you, you everyone's got to be in on this and start I, looking. I feel like for women of color, the only thing we think of when it yeah. comes to like um, products that to stay safe is hair. Yeah, yeah. Because we, like I said, we've all gone through like the relaxing. Exactly. So it's just like all these hair care products that are healthy and don't have this and don't have that. But if you're fighting it and just yeah, like cream and sun, you know, sunblock or you know, so that's it, that's kind of irritating. Yeah, so it's super important to begin that conversation. But um, so that's our slate of stories. But yeah, I want to hear about your what the health critique. Okay, okay, <laughs> we got to hear. Look, you seem opinionated. I said I am extremely <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. Yeah, I watched the movie. Yeah, and because I was going to do a write up, just because I'm a weirdo yeah, and no, I just like doing yeah. things like that. Um, and within the first five minutes, I found myself irritated because I feel like it was extremely biased. Okay. I feel like the movie's from the guy's point of view. Yeah. And I feel like he knew nothing about nutrition when he made this movie. Yeah. So I feel like everything is just so dramatic. <laughs> like, he didn't realize he's not supposed to have processed foods. He realized yeah. he wasn't really supposed to have red meat. And it's just like, that's kind of common sense. Yeah. Like, I don't think, I don't understand how you would think processed foods are like, like yeah. going to McDonald's is going to be nutritional for you yeah. like they're known for pink slime and yeah. their chicken like yeah. you know what I mean but I feel like because he didn't understand and didn't know that it was just like there's no meat on the planet of Earth <laughs> that is healthy and organic and it's yeah. just like but it's slowly rolled yeah. like I, I do feel like the movie brought a lot of extra attention to eating healthier and, and paying attention to what's in, your, what's in your food which I think is great yeah 
But I feel like a lot of people are automatically just going vegan because he said go vegan because he's he's making something. There's no chicken. There's yeah. no fish. There's no anything here in the U.S. that's healthy. Yeah. So so do you like advocate like the grass fed type stuff? Yeah. Like, I just yeah. I I advocate just taking the extra time with everything that we talked about at this point to do a little extra research. Yeah. There is grass-fed and super organic chicken and fish. You yeah. just have to do your research. And you have to be willing to spend just a little extra money because there's no steroids in it. So yeah. they, they know it's gold. You yeah. know what I mean? You just have to do more research. And I, I just feel like he was just so biased and so dramatic. But I will I will say this. Yeah. A lot of stuff about the Heart Association and stuff that like that, was, that I did that not know. That right? was definitely eye-opening. <laughs> stuff you're not supposed to eat on the website yeah. going and they're telling you to eat these things. And yeah. it was just like... And then he would have a meeting with these people, and then the moment they find out what he wanted to interview about, they would shut down. Yeah, and they would not respond to email. They wouldn't accept a that call. That I thought was bizarre. Yeah, because I didn't think I thought they'd be super inviting, super like right oh, okay, to, to try to do. defend themselves. Yeah. But it's just like you There's guys like... look extremely <laughs> guilty now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I, I definitely think there are pros and cons. I just feel like after the movie, people watched it and just hopped on like this like vegan train, yeah. just because they felt like that was the thing to do. And it's just like. Something that extreme, you have to make sure it works for you. No, yeah. Just like with anything, you have to make sure it works for you. Um, vegan does not work for me. Um, <laughs> Do you, have you ever tried like a vegan Monday or a vegan something, something, something? Or <laughs> no, because I feel like if I don't have a lot of things that I, I know myself. I'm, a, I'm, I. Someone's going to lock me up. They're going to feel like. I'm in Saw or something, like some creature out here, like attacking people. <laughs> like, I need my meat. I need, I need my, I need my chicken. <laughs> uh, so for people out there who are just kind of beginning a journey of fitness, what do you kind of say to them or like what's your place to start for someone who's just beginning? Um, if you're starting a fitness journey, make sure that it's for you because a lot of people are losing weight for their family or for a spouse or for their friends. Yeah. And it's like if you're not doing it for you, you're not going to last very long, can it? You know what I mean? So just yeah. make sure you're doing it for you. If it's health reasons, then, again, that's for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, figure out which foods work for you. So kind of do trial and error. Like, okay, this week you'll try these type of food, and next week you'll try this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of go from there. And create a workout regimen that works for you, because not everything... Like, for me, I'm naturally skinny, yeah. so I do more weight training versus cardio. Yeah. But then some people, they may not feel like they're effectively getting a good workout to doing more weight training versus cardio. So just figure out a workout regimen that works for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah. Uh-huh. And then for you, do you have any projects? I know you always have challenges coming up and things you're working on. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have a new... Because I'm, like, I'm known for booty. Yeah. I literally went from... <laughs> Which you know, was, my back this big. I was surprised. Cause I, no, I really was surprised. Because, you know, and I, I am a little guilty of it myself. I've just always been fit, you know? Yeah. So a lot of times you're like, I, I just probably the body she's always had. Yeah. And I saw some of your before after. I was like, oh, she's really Yeah, a lot of people are just like, oh, genetics. Yeah. And it's just like, genetically, a bitch is supposed to be small. Yeah. I am like naturally 98 pounds. If I don't do weight training, yeah. I'm going back to being this big. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's, like, I'm known for, like, growing my butt and, like, booty workouts. Yeah. So I'm doing my first, like, full lower half, where it's, like, we're attacking every single muscle, like, from our quads, our hamstrings, our calves. Nice. Like, we're doing a full leg workout. Because I didn't realize, like, I didn't realize how, like, my legs look to other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, I always had quads. Yeah. Um, but I didn't realize that, like, people didn't really know how to grow out their quads and didn't really know how to grow out their hamstrings yeah. or their calves. Like, a lot of people make comments about my calves. Yeah. Um, and especially so, girls tend to be more nervous to work out legs, so they're like, oh, I don't want my legs yeah, to be like a man's leg. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and since I kind of created this, like, curvy yeah. like, thing, a lot of people, so I was like, okay, I'll do my first, like, 
lower half challenge. Um, nice. It starts on September 9th, and awesome. you can sign up at seasonsfitness.com. Um, and then I started blogging. Oh, okay, good. Because um, I realized I talk a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's actually crazy you asked me about tips yeah. to start because I dropped, this morning I dropped um, oh, a nice. blog about like, I think it was eight tips to kind of just help you start okay, your nice. um, fitness journey. Because um, I, sometimes I feel like I'm not, I haven't got to put a Vlogging because yeah. I don't know. Wait, if are I, you vlogging or blogging? I'm blogging. Okay. I eventually want to get into vlogging. That's okay, cool. that's how this idea started. Okay, <laughs> but I don't know because a lot of them just have the camera. And it's just like you know, yeah. my well, it's life. It's kind of what we're doing right here. Yeah, yeah but you know, I'm not here every day. I'm in, yeah. the, I'm in the gym every day, and after a while, you're gonna get tired of me yeah. seeing me lift weights. So I'm trying to figure out, you know, like how they make it like cute and fun and like yeah. exciting. Well, I think you bring that, so you're you're good. Just start filming. <laughs> <laughs> just start. That's my advice to you on how to start. Just start. Begin. Okay. You know? And when I become a, a famous vlogger, I'm yeah. like, Shaka told me Don't to do it. Just begin. I went home and I started. <laughs> uh, so again, guys, um, thank you for joining us. This is awesome. Of course, yeah. I love it. We're gonna here. have you back again. I'm, uh, we should have had you for that What the Health review. We need because me and Fallon were totally in love with it. So we need to have a discussion. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna start doing? I'm yeah. just gonna start sneaking in here early and just being under the desk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And anytime y'all say anything. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. I don't agree. We'll just pop out. Yeah, much you buzzer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for inviting me um, down. Guys, again, you can find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter at Shaka Strong. Where can they find you? Okay, so everything's different. So cookie, uh, Instagram is cookie dough with three E's. Snapchat is cookie dough with three E's, three H's. And my website is seasonsfitness.com. Yes. <laughs> thank you. We'll see you guys later. Cardi distracted me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> We would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagramming, at King XO Bay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.